On this episode of Rouge on Film, we have combos about Oscar headlines, Cat Cohen's Netflix special, the new season of Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, and a whole lot of Bravo content. Plus, we continue our month of musical biopics with 2005 Walk the Line. Paired with Fortune's Fate by Forgotten Boardwalk Ruinco. This is good. I like this. Yeah, it's light. It's nice. It's airy. I will say I'm not getting... I'm getting pineapple. I don't know if I'm getting mango. See, I feel like I'm getting more mango than I am getting pineapple. Okay. (laughs) Well, welcome to Bruce on Film. Welcome. I feel like it's been a while. Same. I almost forgot what movie we were doing today. Like I had, I have watched, like I did watch it, but I just was like, I could not remember. This is, this is, um, your aviator of musician biopics. Yeah, I think so. I'm going to tell you this is better than aviator. I mean, yeah, it, 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 I mean, I don't know. (laughs) I know, I know, I know. Who's to say? Who's to say? I also have some things. I texted you some things, and then I want to talk about them when we get to the movie, because I think I'm, I think I need to uh, take back my words a little bit about things I was saying to you as I was watching it. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Interested to hear about that, for sure, Um, because you had some good takes there. Yeah. Um, Uh, Before we jump into our Bravo stuff, I do want to say... This episode comes out on Friday, and the Oscars are on Sunday. Oh my god, they're, yeah, they're so close. Yeah, are you excited? <laughs> so um, I don't have any plans on Sunday, so maybe I'll watch them. I, I'm not going to watch them. I did just get a new TV in our, in our bedroom. Oh, you after did? I've been, yes, I've been, I've been waiting and be, just being like, it would be so great. Like, days where I'm like... um pretty like tired or just want to be like fully horizontal or like when I'm hungover or whatever I'm like today would be so good to just like have a tv because we have a tv literally two steps outside of our bedroom door that's too far that's too far it's too far and it's like and then also like our, it has to go on our dresser, so it had to be small, but we got one at Costco. Okay. And we just put it up. We Honestly, it's been in a box for like two weeks, and then we just put it up this morning. And I haven't used it yet, but I'm excited. I'm sure it'll get a lot of use, but maybe I'll lay in my bed and stream the Oscars. Who knows? I mean, I don't think you're going to do that. I mean, I don't really think so either, but... I would love for you to do that, um, but... Next time we can talk about some Oscar looks um, because they are are in person. They are in person. Um, They are like, I don't, I don't, I actually think that like a thing came out being like, we're not doing COVID restrictions anymore Um, because, go ahead. But I think like, isn't COVID still like, hey, we're here. Yes, very much so. Very much so. But I think the people are like, it's two years hit and they were like bippity boppity boo everyone's turning back into a pumpkin like all good back to normal yeah yeah (laughs) yes absolutely that 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 was the the mentality i also think that like they when they announced it um everyone was like quote tweeting it being like well who's the one person that they wanted that's anti-vax like yeah like like i mean yeah i mean that's t that's like okay who um did you watch the new west side story yet 
I haven't okay. actually. I feel so. like I feel like that one. I feel like that'd be a good like what you're describing, like a a tired want to lay in bed, like Laying hungover in my bed. type of thing. Um, For me, that's like a, a Housewives, or it's like a bad reality show that I want to like lay in bed and and binge. That's fair. Not know where one episode started and one episode ended. That's yes, like, absolutely. That's like a TV in bed for me. Um, but I brought up the West Side Story because there was a big thing. I'm just giving you Oscars headlines before we dive in real quick. Um, there was a whole thing that happened where like Rachel Zegler, who is, uh, she plays Maria in the, mm-hmm. the new one. She like went to the BAFTAs and looked really cute and like got to meet Lady Gaga and she like cried and whatever. Big like theater kid energy because she is a theater kid. Yes, from uh, um, New Jersey, famously, from, from, right? Yes, from New Jersey. Yes. And um, someone was like, oh my God, you look gorgeous. I can't wait to see like what you're wearing to the Oscars. And she replied on Instagram and said, well, I wasn't invited to the Oscars, so you won't be seeing what I'm wearing. I'll be wearing my pajamas in bed because she's in London filming a movie. Um, and then everyone... So did they just not invite her because they knew that or like, quote, they knew that or they just didn't invite her. So they're it's probably not going to win anything. So... The way it works is that the Academy gives a certain number of tickets to each production company that like or studio that movie it is. So technically someone at Disney forgot to send Rachel her little ticket to go to the Oscars. Um, And then obviously the backlash happened and everyone was like, what the fuck Academy? Like she is literally the lead of a movie that has eight nominations like yeah, like she is the lead girl. She is she is the main character. She's the girl. Yeah. She's the girl. Yes, she is the titular character. Um, and now and then they made an announcement today, being like, and Rachel Zegler will be presenting an award. Oh, so she is going. So now, now she is going. So she's flying home from London and will be going. Yes, will she will be in attendance? Okay, well, good for her. Honestly, I'd be petty if I wasn't invited when I was in a leading Steven Spielberg Disney movie. Yeah, like. Of an iconic, iconic, like, not even if it wasn't nominated, I would be like, or I wasn't nominated. Like, was she, is she nominated herself? She's not nominated, no. unfortunately. Okay. But also, like, here's the thing, right? Like, I would love to see the the spreadsheet of, like, who was given a ticket initially. Because are, yeah. we, are, are we out here giving Ansel Elgort a ticket? Like, I, like, I'm pretty sure that he's, like, kind of canceled, but, like... Yeah, I've heard that, um, yeah. So did he, like, is he getting that ticket like before Rachel like I don't know it's just there's some suspect things that were happening um so whoever's like that person's like the assistant of the person who has to like send the things out literally um like got fired but it's also like wouldn't like Rachel and this is just me being like okay but like Rachel has people she has a manager she has whatever but like wouldn't her people then reach out to disney being like hey was this a mistake or not yeah okay so that was also my thought to be like (laughs) so like if this never happened right like if if she never like replied to that instagram comment in like a sliding doors moment and she just like let it go um and then we heard about it like retroactively i think one that would have been worse but also two like it would have been like people would have noticed that she wasn't there and they probably they probably would have assumed that like she couldn't come because she was filming a movie yeah. But, like, I don't know. It's just, like, I also, like, don't think that, like, she's also filming a Disney movie right now. So, yeah. So, like, I feel like, and it's, and the Oscars are on ABC, which is owned by Disney. Um, Like, 
Yikes. They could have figured out something with her schedule, which obviously they did because now she's presenting. But it was just, it was messy. It was messy on the Oscars Twitter uh, this, this past week. Also, the the big thing is uh, Coda versus Power of the Dog, two films you've never seen. No, but I've heard, I was listening to this this week's episode of Lost Culture, and they both were at the, both of Matt and Bowen yeah. were at the Critics' Choice Awards, and they were talking about both of those films. Yes. I like Coda. I enjoy Coda. Power of the Dog is where I'm putting all my basket, all my baskets. All your eggs? <laughs> all my, yeah, into no. That baskets. No, I'm putting all my baskets into that egg. Um, and just because I, I think Power of the Dog is uh, a little bit of a better, it's a, it's a, it's a better movie. Um, yeah, I don't know if I'll see it. I know you're talking about Kristen Dunn. It's like the people are talking like. Right. All this stuff. Um, I honestly only started seeing Coda stuff, like, on Twitter, like, literally within the past week. Like, I've been getting ads for it. Is it an Apple sh- Like, what? It's an Apple, it's an movie. Apple movie. It was distributed by okay, Apple. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah. It came out a while ago on Apple, premiered at Sundance in... Sundance is usually, like, March, so it had to be March 2020. Um, wow. Um. Yeah. Or March 20... Yeah. 21. 21, yeah. Okay, I was like, 20? Yeah. I was like... Yeah. It's been out for a while. Um, I listen. I think it's a nice movie. It's very heartwarming. It has performances that I really like. Um, it has a great cover of a Joni Mitchell song um, as she performs. It's honestly like things that you and Sam would probably like because she like Wait, is performing about, it and, and doing song. and doing the sign language to like as she's singing the song, like how Sam used to look up the the, the uh, colors of the wind. Yeah, it's very it's very much that. Um, um yes i i heard of that i heard that yeah but, it's a nice so. movie i'm just like it, compared to power of the dog i just don't know like what we're doing here um and now it's becoming it's very uh very much like uh like a moonlight versus la la land like which side are you on and then people are like really starting to drag coda which i don't think is necessary saying that it's like a green book which it is not like a green book because green book is offensive um and coda is at least trying to like be inclusionary and casting yeah. deaf actors to play deaf roles. Yeah. Um so that argument doesn't hold water for me personally. But like I said, I'm team power of the dog. All right. Well we will see by the time we have our next episode, we will see who the winners are, where what the baskets, the eggs were in. <laughs> yeah. So we will see. Yeah. Um so other than your Oscar stuff, I have like I know we were like, we're just going to talk Bravo, but I do want to touch upon like two little other things. Okay. So our Gorgina queen, Kat Cohen came out with her Netflix special. It is literally the same show that me and Mike have seen <laughs> live, which I didn't. Show. It was the same exact thing, but I get like, I know like that's what comics do. They like literally will just go and do their show as much as possible. Cause yeah. it's like literally like, also I'm pretty sure like some like, I feel like I obviously I do not know this woman like on a personal level, but like just because I like listen to her podcast every week, I follow her on social media. I feel like a like a, a kinship with yeah. her. So like I definitely like you can tell that some from that like some of the jokes are like from a different part of her life compared yes. to now. Also like everyone lost two years of their life to COVID, like all this stuff. Yeah. Um, Did you see her on Seth Meyers? No, but I just listened to this week's um, Seek Treatment and she was talking about it. Because she said it was great, but she, she, said she called herself a dirty little whore and she's, or a slut or something. And she said, I don't know if that was, I was allowed to say that. Yes. 
Um, but she said that that they were supposed to film this special March 2020. Wow. And then obviously got put on hold. And because, like, Seth Meyers was, like, asking her, like, about, like, the content in the show. And she was like, it's content that I've been doing for so long. But, like, I couldn't change it because, like, I had this, like, agreement and this contract since, like, March 2020. So, like, I yeah. couldn't, I couldn't like, change it too much. She's like, but I'm looking forward to, like, doing new stuff and, like, my shows and, and whatnot. So, like, yeah. Like, like you said, like... I, yeah. Like, you lost time, so, like, you just, you kind of were, she was kind of stuck doing this this stuff. Yeah, but all in all, it's, like, funny. She does, like, guys, we t- we've talked about her a billion times before. She's, like, the third on the podcast, basically. She really is. Uh, <laughs> um, she doesn't even know but, it. Um, but she does, like, musical comedy, so she'll do, like, her jokes for, like, a portion and then go into a song. So it's, like, a nice little, like flow that she has with that they're good they're funny they're catchy as all hell i'll have myself singing i've been singing um literally the um what are you running from for literally (laughs) so long i like want a remix i like want a legit remix that i can actually run to so i will say Um, the only the only like critique that i have is that like i want these songs on spotify like i like i want like 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 a a bo burnham like how he released like the inside album like release the the twist she's gorgeous album (laughs) Honestly, like, that's a really, I didn't even think about that, but that's, like, such a good idea. And it's also, like, she can make a lot of money Yeah, from that. Because so, like, God knows that I would have events, events on my summer playlist. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that's, that would be incredible. Um, But anyway, it was great. If you guys haven't watched it, it's literally, like, what, an hour? Yeah, it's an um, hour. Like, an hour out of your day. It's so funny. She looks gorgeous. I'm, like, obsessed. Were you but... singing the songs as you were watching it with Vin? Yeah, for some, like, some of them I was. Yeah. The ones that I, like, knew more. And then I forgot some of them. Like, I forgot the, what are, like, what are you running from one? Yeah. I think I forgot, like, I forgot the, 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 the dig a hole one. Yeah, that's one, to be completely honest, that I don't like. Yeah, I literally said I don't like this that's one. unfortunately a skip for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wasn't, like, wasn't good. Didn't hit. Didn't hit. No, but you want to know what did hit me more this time around was the, um, um, uh, take my money to t- t- take, take my money. Yeah, yeah. The, that one. Um, the uh, especially the um, love their stuff. Love their stuff. I really, really love their stuff. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I hundred percent agree. Um, yeah. If you guys haven't watched it, definitely go watch it. It's enjoyable. Like I'll probably watch it again sometime in the near future. So I, I have rewatched it because I had, I had movie <laughs> Monday with Tori and Lex this past Monday, and we couldn't figure out what to watch, and I said we could watch the cat cut comedy special and they both were like eh, i don't know and then by the end they were singing the songs yeah i mean come on come on come on come on there's a little bit of cat cohen in all of us and yes. that's all i'm gonna say yes. and i'm gonna leave that there yeah um and then okay the one other thing is just we kind of were talking about this before we were recording but I had no idea that Marvelous Mrs. Maisel was even, like, premiering, airing, was out, anything. I have been getting on TikTok a lot of people being like, I'm an actor and I'm doing a day shoot being on Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Everyone everyone in New York is on Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. So I was like, okay, I know that they're currently filming, like, a new season, but I hadn't heard anything about, like, also, I didn't real. I thought... 
like so the last season was 2019 yes and and i literally during the like covid's 2020 summer like that summer um we were like like vacationing with Vince like family and his grandma was there and she never watched it so I watched that season again so in my head that it just came out got it in my head I only remember watching it like on in a beach house in your in in your head they're like the only the only production that's allowed to continue is Marvelous Mrs. Mace yeah well they were like we have it and we're gonna give it to you like Dua gave us the album like it is literally this that was the same except for it wasn't I had when I went back but also like I remember I feel like all of the marketing and promotion for like all the other seasons were like crazy. And I had no, not a single clue that this was out, that it had been premiering since February 18th. Like I had no idea. So Mike was explaining, they like did like the thing where they drop a couple episodes and then it was like weekly or they dropped, like they just keep dropping episodes. Yeah. I had no idea until last or last night. I think I saw someone like tweet about how they were watching or like, Instagram something that they were watching or like two people Instagram marvelous Mrs. Meal things I said something's got to be up so then I look and there's a freaking full new season and it has been out for a month yeah I will tell you that I even I a uh, uh, Maisel head um yeah I would say I'm I love I love it I, yeah. if there's a person that I could come back as it is Mitch Maisel I am like obsessed I feel like you kind of embody a little bit of Midge so I so I think it's like a a good uh like vibe um I will tell you I have not watched past episode three I'm Uh, on episode three um because I I forgot I forgot that it was that it was out um I also want to say um really offensive and uh just downright wrong that you didn't give any um like Previously, last season on Marvelous Wait, Mrs. Maisel, I at the beginning of the first and... episode, I said, I don't remember a goddamn thing. Wait, literally same. And then as we were going, because that is the season that I watched the two times right. I watched when it came out, and then I watched in the beach house. Right. So I was like, I was having vivid, I was as soon as they would say someone's name, I'd be like, oh. But I also like still don't know. I'm sure I could go back and listen, or, or you can just tell me why she was kicked off the show i have an idea in my head but i'm not entirely i don't think i'm correct and then vin was asking me as remember. we're watching vin is like i have literally no idea what is going on right now i don't and remember. I, as, as we're watching everything's coming back things are coming back things are coming back things are coming back so i'm like pretty sure i remember what happened last season i remember they're in palm springs they're in florida she's on the tour with shy baldwin right. they're in vegas and then i remember oh they get married again Oh, um, him, him and his, they get married again, um, in Vegas. And then I'm, oh, they did. Um, I love Joel. Me, me too. I'm, I'm, a, like, I'm like, I'm here that man. Yeah. I was going to say <laughs> like weirdly, weirdly attracted to Joel. Um, also I love his mom. She's like yeah. the worst, but I love, there's something about her that I love. She's very like, gives me a Jennifer Coolidge yes. vibe. Like yes. if this was, if this was like, I don't, I, Jennifer Coolidge could like, but if they, if, okay, if this was the future and they were like, okay, we're doing Marvel. Okay. In 20 years when they're doing Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, but it's like redone and it's like, she's a lady in the eighties. Uh-huh. Like Jennifer Coolidge will play um, Joel's who will have a different names. Mom. Right. Okay. So yeah. So like, that's that. Um, Play this back when that happens. Yeah, and I'll say I told you so. Um, 
but yeah so I mean and so I'm like whatever the but it's also it like yeah I agree with that the whole thing was like they don't show you like what happened last season yeah. like all this stuff and I was like very I ag- agree like jarred at that Netflix gives like, gives you a full 30 minute recap at the beginning of I each know season. everything literally everything like hello so yeah I agree I did not love that um but yeah I'm watching it I guess I just like w- I'm just so shocked surprised um that I didn't know about yeah. it that the Maisel train left you weren't on it and then it came back around and you got on the second But I'm time. also almost glad that I wasn't on it because, like, you said you watched whatever the first three episodes, but you're, like, waiting on the other episodes. Yeah. But I can just watch them all at one time. Yeah. Like, well, a normal. It, so it got, like, normal. <laughs> like, like how it was meant to be. Um, it got to a point where I said, well, I'm. it's too far along in the season. I'm just going to wait until they're all out and then do it that way. Um, it's the same thing with this HBO Max or HBO show, The Gilded Age. Like, I'm so behind on that show. That I'm just like, I'm just going to wait till the season's done and then I'll just catch it all. Yeah, surprisingly, I have been forgetting every each week, forgetting about the dropout and then remembering uh, when I open the Hulu app and they're like, new episode. So then I watch. So I am I am on par with the dropout, but I every single week forget that the new episodes come out on what, Thursdays? Yeah, I'm going to tell you Thursdays are a bad day um, to have content come out um do a wednesday wednesdays are are like smack dab in the middle of the week uh they're they're better to to drop new yeah. episodes um all right well also I'm, I'm also loving the dropout still like i think it's yeah i think it's yeah one of the i best. think we, we talked about it last we episode, talked about it last right? week yeah. Funny, yeah, yeah it's an ex- um it's yeah an let's exciting, so let's like we haven't step. touched on bravo yeah let's do in it a hot second so let's, let's just it. get in there let's do it so i mean well, i guess talk- our main players are we have salt lake ending right do you want to talk about the end of Salt Lake? How did you feel about the season? This season is very divisive online. Have you been like, I, do you go on Twitter and like see the the housewives fodder? Um, sometimes, not always. People I usually really see hated funny it. Things. Really, they really hated it. I I listened to some podcasts where people are saying they should just end it, and yeah. I, I was like, they're like Mary's gone. Jenny got fired. Jen's gonna be in jail. Yeah. Uh, by the next time they film, and I'm like, okay, like I'm still here. Right. No, that's cool. how I feel because the season ended, and I said I'm sad. I said I thought it was a great season. Um, I'm. Yeah, I will. So, I will I mean, tell I you. Think... Sorry. I will. I will say that that I think, and this happens sometimes, is the seasons are a little too long. The premiere episode of season two premiered September twelfth. Yeah. And no. we are in March and it just ended. Yeah, I will say and I mean yes, there was juice this season. There was a lot going on. Um I do think some parts, some episodes it felt like some fights were the same fight happening two times. Right. Like which we don't need um resolve it or like hold the resentment forever, but like I don't need the same <laughs> hold exact fight the resentment happening forever. <laughs> Save it for next season. I don't season. need the same exact fight. Yeah. Yeah. Literally, that's what they freaking. That's why Teresa is an all-star housewife. No, and we'll we talk will about it. Re, we'll retouch. We'll retouch. But just remember, spark notes or like what asterisk that asterisk, I said that here. Yeah. Um. Also, I'm I'm not condone. I'm saying that's why she's a house all-star housewife. But I'm also like not condoning it because it's fucking annoying yes. as a as okay. a viewer. Okay. Currently. Okay. okay. Um, At least we're on that page. Okay. Um. Okay. So I thought the finale episode in general was boring. Um, yes, the reunion was three parts we yeah. got, right? Yeah. 
Um, I thought we could have done two. I also was like, okay, I know you filmed already where you couldn't, like, Jenny was there, we right. knew, but we didn't have to literally have her talk in parts. Right. We and literally to talk about being a woman of color, like a POC, um, I do like, think on, I, on the cast. And I, I was like, this is, edit it out. I yeah. could have edited that out five minutes for you. I do think it was maybe a little bit of, like, winking to the audience, like a little bit of shade thrown at Jenny when they did cut to her and was like, well, everybody's capable of being racist. And I was like, honey, we know. We saw your Facebook posts. Yeah, yeah. So um, that was the one thing where I was like, eh. I miss Mary. And I think that she was desperately needed at this reunion. I don't care if she walked off halfway through, which she probably would have. She probably would have fell right through that ice pit. Um, mm-hmm. But them talking about Mary and about the church and then talking about Cameron, which felt really gross to me. Because yeah. He, yeah. Is, he is no longer with us. Um, and her not there to defend herself. I also felt like we should not be airing this. And it made me, I don't know. I There were so many things that were happening and I was like, God, I, I I wish we had a cut to Mary. Like, I just wish that we had a cut to Mary to say something mean and snarky under her breath. Um, I don't. I also think just based off the season, Mary was very much it. And, and even you look back in the first season, she kind of was like this. Um, just because she wouldn't didn't want to be around Jen, like all this yeah. stuff. Like she wasn't there for a long time. And I think she like she was in the closet even. And even in this season, literally, not this not, season, not metaphorically, literally in a closet. I know, but she's always like she like does she like will get in with you with you, and then they want to like talk, and she's like not into it. Yeah, she doesn't like, like confrontation. Oh, God, I'm yeah. taking I'm taking my jet away, like all this stuff. So I think we would have just gotten like I don't think we really she just would have either shut down or like I don't know how productive it. Not saying that. If, if she would have been there, it would have been better than not. But mm-hmm. I don't know how productive, again, it would have been for her to stand up. Yeah. I don't know. Um, if she would. I also think, though, for me personally, it's been, uh, I've been saying it all season. The reunion really cemented that Lisa Barlow is a star and is yes, a top tier housewife. Is a bad person. Yeah. Maybe? A bad person, right? I don't know. I don't know. I thought I thought it was great when whatever question was asked to her um, about like Meredith or whatever, and she was like, "That's a great question. I got to think about that." And I was like, "Yeah." I was like, "You don't." <laughs> the answer is no, but it's fine. I think Lisa Barlow is unapologetically Lisa Barlow, yeah. and um, I think that she is on the show to promote Lisa Barlow and what Lisa Barlow does. And I also think that maybe she is also a person like when you're in front of her, when you're near her, when you text her, you're her best friend. Uh, She'll do anything for you, like whatever. But then the minute you leave her for a little bit, she's like, who is this person? I don't know. And then like, doesn't think about you. Yes, absolutely. Which isn't necessarily a bad thing, but I just don't think that she has the depth to have complex friendships if they aren't in no. if they aren't in your face in your in her orb yeah for every day all the time which I, i'm also like 
Can I just say one thing about the housewives in general? Go ahead. They're talking, they're like these adult women being like, I call you every morning. We text all the time, like whatever. I don't even talk to, I am, I don't have kids. I work from home. I like, I'm not running companies. I'm not like doing all this stuff. So I'm like, I don't even have time to be texting my friends. No, Harley barely is answering my text messages now. I, I barely answer. So like, I don't really understand how these women have time for those these kind of friendships. Yeah, uh, they're coworkers. They're not. They're not friends. Um, and and they're colleagues. Like that's like like what it is. I think some of them are actually friends. Like, like to flip over to Jersey, just and then we'll flip back. Like I actually do think that like Margaret, Melissa, and Jackie are friends. Like I do think that they like hang yes. out. Um, but I don't know. I think Lisa. There's something about that reunion couch that makes Heather go crazy and just want to attack Lisa over everything. Like, everything. Um, I feel like it's because her and she's, she has, like, Whitney sitting next to her and they're, like, Whitney and Heather bad bad weather. weather, Spin Uh, the truth, lie. (laughs) Yeah, so I feel like they just, they'll back each other up and then also like to be honest like Jen Shaw usually on on the couch on the reunion couches she's backing Heather up mm-hmm. to a point yeah she also like she could be as mean as she wants to Heather she never really says anything do you does she oh, I don't she know she called her a Lego okay but cast reveal I mean, but she's like not coming for her neck, like no, I don't know, no, Being like you're a bad friend, like whatever. But also, literally, like Heather would drop, I think, the world for Jen Shaw. She yes. would sell Beauty yeah. Lab and Laser. <laughs> this she's re- she's rebranding it as Jen Jen Shaw uh, Beauty Lab and Laser. Um, yeah, I don't know. I thought it was. I felt like we were really living highs when we were watching this season, and then the reunion and the finale kind of happened, and I was like, okay. I was like, oh. Yeah, I agree. I, I agree. was like, I'm excited to see like what we're doing for season three, but also like a little nervous about uh, like what we're gonna actually be getting. Yeah, and I mean the whole like court thing. Like, there's a lot that we can't like she couldn't talk about. There's a lot we like, can't talk about that we cannot talk about. Um, and <laughs> we're being deposed. I don't, I don't know. So I guess like let's segue to Jersey. Like, there's something about um, Miss Jersey. That there's something about she- the summer on the Jersey Shore. That just makes me, I'm like, I'm one of the, I'm with my girls. Yeah. I'm like, I'm one of the girls. I'm with my girls. Salt Lake seems, and it might just be because I don't like snow things. I don't see myself in any right. of these women. Um, they seem that, so like, far away because they are. They are, exactly. So, but like when I'm with my girls at the Jersey Shore. This is I, such a, I'm so happy. This is such a turnaround from when you were like, I'm never doing it. It's too close to home. And now, and now we're planning a day to go to all the Jersey locations. Oh my God, I can't wait. Um, but yeah, so, um, I, I'm liking Jersey. Uh-huh. Um. Where do you stand of- on the Margaret and Jennifer <laughs> stuff? I think, I want to well, start I and I'll it's... say, sorry, they're all hypocrites. Like every single one of them, they all say things yeah. that, that don't make sense. Yes. Mar- uh, like Jennifer is a pot stir. We've known that from the beginning. I'm, like, so surprised that she would ever... I think potentially she said stuff and was triggered by Margaret and Margaret's mm-hmm. story and all this stuff because of what happened to her. Mm-hmm. Um, But still, I don't think, unless I was ready to talk about it on national television, that I would ever 
come out that way towards someone. Yeah. Um, when there is a rumor, when something did happen, and when you were a public figure, and yes. everyone is going to air out your damn dirty laundry. It's never going to stay. Yeah. Um, I. Marge's delivery say- is always harsh. It's always harsh. It's oh. always cutting. And I, but, but I do genuinely think that, like, when she says, I'm sorry, like, oh, I, she, I think she, she means it. She does. And did you watch, did you watch this week or no? Yes, I just, I okay. just watched it. Okay, because literally, you could, like, Margaret will say things, and she's, like, not afraid to say things, and that's something that I love about her. She's not afraid to, like, stand up to Teresa. Yes. She also is a little messy. Like, we yes. don't have to keep prying at the Louis thing. Like, I think we do. I'm, I mean, yeah, I agree. I agree, but all like I'm also like not. Margaret is confrontational. I'm not. Yeah. Com- I think we need her. I think she's needs. We need her in this cast. People Absolutely. are calling for her to be fired. Are you kidding me? Why? Because I'm gonna tell you the she's thing. Standing up to Tree. Yes, because the thing about Jersey fans Tree, is that, is I'm that... gonna tell you what Tree is giving me absolutely nothing this season, other than bringing in a wacko boyfriend, fiance. Now Tree really doesn't give us much. Tree gave us prison jail. Family drama, loved it, but she's not giving us. Is she giving us anything? Like, what herself personally is she doing other than trying to bring back, literally making Jennifer a minion and bringing back things that happened from last season that didn't even fucking matter? Yeah, that's um, my that on that. And I love you, Teresa. Not I don't. Is that still her last name? Judici. Gorga. Well, now it's gonna be whatever. Well, now it's gonna be whatever Louis's name is ravioli it's like ravelous or something like that okay but anyway i love you if i saw you on the street i'd literally give you an open mouth kiss <laughs> um, <laughs> but i just you're not giving um it's she seems to be waking up like in this last episode yes. okay, when we yeah, were yes. at when we were at tiki barber's wife's tree excursion also i'm like they like tiki barber's wife came in and was like i've watched the show for 12 years and i am going to Bring the drama. Tiki Barber's wife. <laughs> Mrs. Tiki. Tracy? Yes, I actually like Tracy. And I think and I think if she was a full-time housewife and we got to see more of her life at home, I'm not always calling for life at home because I truly don't care. Um, but I think if we got to see more of her and understood a little bit more about her, um, She's in every episode. She's at all these events, but she's not a full-time yeah, housewife. Yeah, I thought she just... Oh, I just thought she was. To be no, she doesn't have a tagline. She's not in the opening. She's not holding... What are they holding? They don't hold... Do they, they don't hold anything in Jersey. A meatball? What are they holding? No, they should hold a meatball, but they don't. They, they're, they're holding Jersey Turnpike signs. Oh, my God. No, I don't think they hold anything. So they're not... Actually, hold, I don't know. They don't hold Let anything. Um, but she's not in that in that thing... And I'm like, why is Tracy not a full-time housewife? She at least is saying stuff to Teresa. Teresa really hates her for reasons that don't really make sense because Tracy is such a church mouse that she has not really spoken up at all. Um, But I really like Tracy. Give Tracy a chance is what I'm saying. Um, Teresa Um, seems to have woken up. Yes, the internet, but the, hold on, the internet just says Real Housewives of New Jersey hold on to their hips and that's all. (laughs) And that's, that's, and that's a Jersey way. Uh huh. Um, Teresa seems to be waking up. She came into that tree yeah. excursion so hot and so crazed, yeah. like rabid almost. And I was like, "Can we please relax just a minute?" I feel like the producers were being like, "Hey, listen, Trey, you freaked out on us at Jennifer's house down the shore. Yeah, you really weren't giving us much. Um, you went to Pliable. Yeah, in we Asbury. Really love, like." 
we're not you're not really giving us like they're like to be honest louis giving us more if anything <laughs> he's gonna be holding his have, hips we might need to cast him right have um, him hold his hips real quick um let's just see how that looks do a little spin thanks yeah. okay joe great. gorga you know Jorgo. Jorgo. Oh. Uh, fuck joe gorga <laughs> he's been dying to hold those hold his hips um but Maybe they were like, shook her to go. She came in so hot at the end of this episode. Yeah. yeah. But I'm excited to see like where their little yelling goes. I also do love that Margaret will poke that bear. Yes, I agree. And Jackie because also, also is, like, not I think afraid I of her. I will poke that bear. Yeah. Well, so like the thing, Tree's in her love bubble. And that's like where she wants to be. She doesn't want anyone to question it, which like I understand. I get she had a really, really bad marriage. She had a really rough like go at things. Um, but it's also, like, right? Like, these people are supposed to be your friends, quote-unquote. Yeah. Like, they're gonna they're gonna talk about it because, one, it's happening on the internet as the show is filming, so it'd be weird not to talk about it. That's, like, Beverly Hills stuff when, like, they don't talk about stuff that's happening. Um, and, two, like, like, they're, like, concerned for you because they want you to, like, be happy. And, like, maybe this guy yeah. is not the correct guy, which, like, I don't know. I go back and forth on Louis. Um... And his red face. Um, but I don't know. What did you think of Guy's Night? Are you are you are you always excited when we get a Guy's Night full oh, troop, I love, two segments? I love I love seeing my men. I love seeing them. I T- don't know. Tiki is a good addition to Guy's Night. Yes, I will say keep Tiki. I mean Tracy is fine too. My thing is like I think she's prying too much. She's like she had to cut she should have came which is hard at this point is hard to come in to be like oblivious to everything right and especially coming in as like melissa's, melissa's friend, friend that already puts puts her in a bad note in tree's eyes right always because teresa's never gonna like melissa, melissa. <laughs> no matter what tree is never gonna like melissa because in some weird way her and her brother she wants to be like with her brother in the end and that's it just her and her brother holding, holding their hands holding hips. <laughs> Um, I like Jersey. It's like, it's giving me what I want. I will say, I feel like sometimes we're running in circles and I am like, I don't, I, I don't understand like why, like what it, the actual fight is. Um, I yes, thought, okay. So that's, that's my one thing with the, what I was saying, Teresa, she keeps, okay. One, Jennifer is very frail and I'm liking this, not frail, but Jennifer like, Jennifer is a great like vulnerable. Yes. Yeah. And, and, and you can really tell that whatever is happening to her, because you could tell in the beginning that when she would go and go at people, kind of, she was like, I know I'm, I know what I signed up for and yeah. I know that I'm doing it. Yes. And in this part, I think she's showing a lot more than she had ever anticipated she'd ever tell the freaking world and millions yes. of viewers. Um, and you could kind of see her remorseful towards things that she said and people that she like, thing, like things that she said to people and all this stuff, like yeah. bears that she's poked. Um, and then kind of like also like looking at her friendship with Teresa. I liked how she noted that being like, uh, maybe like uh, Teresa's not going to go to bat for me, but I mm-hmm. like like her. But also that's like that some friends are like that. Yeah. Like that's like not that's my one thing with the housewives too. It's like not every single friend is going to be your friend who is going to literally take that bullet for you. Yes. Some friends are just there to be like we want to have fun. Let's have fun. Like maybe that's what they are for each other. Right. Um, but like the whole thing about Marge bringing it up and it being an issue was, they closed the book. 
Yep. Jennifer knew they closed. Uh, like Tree told Jennifer that they. Well, Jennifer told Tree that that book was like whatever. Yeah. We're just moving on, and then Tree decides to be like, "Well, I don't like that you did that," and she yeah. was like, "Okay, like, well, we already this doesn't have anything to do with it." And then she goes back and brings up the stupid fucking analogy thing, which I'm just like, "Can we shut that door?" Yeah. yeah. Like it doesn't <sighs> matter. Like this is stupid that we're talking about this again. Yes. Yes. One hundred percent. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I'm really liking Jersey. I'm enjoying it. I think that the cast that they've had since season nine, like when they added Jennifer and Jackie, has been top notch every every yeah. season. Yeah. Um, I'd like to see. I mean, yeah, Tracy's like fine, but I would, I maybe see like another lady that you got Tiki. I know. I know. Um. So, uh, I did. I told you I did the crazy thing. What are you gonna do if when my question gets asked to Dolores on the reunion? Um, I mean, I want to know, like, the response to that, to be completely honest. I don't think it's going to be anything groundbreaking that you thought. I don't know. It's not that I thought. It's just this has been truly driving me crazy that, like, Dolores really, like, manipulated that little comment and then made it a storyline for two episodes. And it was driving me crazy. And then finally Jackie was like, you know that that's not how I meant it. Why are you saying it like that? Okay, I will just say something. Um, I love dolo like dolores (laughs) i love dolo too and i want her to stay in that i want her to stay in that townhouse and not move into any more houses i agree like i love dolores like if i met dolores in real life like i would probably cry like i don't know like i love dolores (laughs) i don't know i love i love her family i love it all um but she is very like not i mean it's she's a little shady sometimes when it yeah. comes to like when she's with her, this one group of girls she'll talk about the other group of girls when she's with the other group of girls but she's never saying everything so damning and i think everyone gen like all every single one even the girls even jackie who's time she's getting along with genuinely likes her yeah and also yeah. doesn't want to get on dolores patterson dolores, <laughs> patterson aside. dolores so i think everyone just kind of like lets it pass cause it's never like so so bad yeah, I will so I tell you. She gets you, away with some things, and then she always, always, no matter what, backs Teresa, mm-hmm. even if it's a small thing, like yes. in this episode. But yeah, so that's what I think it is. Yeah, I think she just was like being with those girls, being like, "This is my time where I side with you." Yeah. When I was scrolling through like the the Twitter thread of like Andy's thing, not a lot of questions for Dolores. So I think that that could be on my side to getting it. And maybe this is my, my, my moment where I can like, now I feel confident and like comfortable enough to like, I'm going to send in some questions for Beverly Hills. I'm going to send in some questions for Atlanta, like you know, a summer house, the reunion's going to be coming up soon. I'm going to send in some questions cause I got questions. Yeah. Okay. That's a good segue into summer house though. Okay. Um, so Summer House, I'm loving, I'm living, the drama is real. I also feel at home with Summer House. Yes. Like, I feel like I'm with my girlies. We are blacked out. Uh, it was me this weekend drinking so many lover boys, playing flip cup, yeah. being on a pool float. Um, I wasn't on a pool float this weekend. I was like, what? In general. In general. Um, but, um, Okay. And I think they're delivering on what's happening. Sometimes I do think the episodes are a little yes. slow. This season has been a little getting... slow to go. Yes. Like, I thought we were going to get the whole throwing the wine glass onto one another, 
during this episode, like that feud. But honestly, I don't even know if we're going to get it next episode. I think completely honest. I think we will because the title episode, the title episode, like hints at that like Italian dinner scene. Oh yes, yes. Okay, but just saying. So we have Austin, who just to bring it back is a Southern charm character. Um, was in the Winter House, right? And had a fling with Ciara, who is in Summer House. And I'm saying he is bringing out all types of bad in this girl. He is also he's like in a three way little thing with Lindsay, who as I watch, like she is great television. Um, but as I watch, I'm like, I want Carl with this little girl that he's with. Oh yeah, in she's this so episode. cute. It is, it is really Just... dark sided to see her come onto the show and know that, sweetie, it's not, it's not in the cards. It's even more dark sided, I think, to see now that we know that Lindsay and him are together. Just to see her pine over Austin, yeah. pine over this man bring home another man like it's what it's like girl live your life i absolutely love it like i think she's doing her thing but it's also just to like know now that they're sitting and watching it together yeah but i also think huff house has no shame i think huff house has no no huff house has no shame and she you want to talk about someone who's like so one track minded like she is one track minded to the point where like she could not understand what Paige was angry about yeah with like the fight that was happening she was like i defended you and was saying that like it's all Austin. And she was like, well, why are you talking about me? And she's like, I'm not talking about you. Austin is playing both of you at the same time, which is like very yeah. true. That conversation between him and Sierra in the kitchen, I wanted to crawl out of my skin. Yeah. My he, whole thing he's is so I, disgusting. I, yeah, he is disgusting. I absolutely agree. As I was watching it, I had to stop a couple of times because it made me so uncomfortable. I also literally was like, I want to write Bravo uh, like a very... <laughs> or like whoever I can a very long write like letter just being like don't give this man any more money don't let him be on television yeah like there are people who do actual crimes that are on your show and I'm like let him stay (laughs) but I don't want this fucking man yeah who again like Danielle said is making these too strong in their own right I don't care if they don't like each other in any way regardless but like literally fight like cats and dogs over this lame dude and I will say something (laughs) <laughs> I watched I would watch Summer House and everyone is like Madison is crazy and even Craig would be like she's crazy <clears throat> all this thing I think his fucking ass is crazy yes, and I think finally. he's to blame and yes. I mean not that I was like she was crazy because I saw like where there's parts I was like yeah he's like a fucking dickwad like I literally wouldn't want him anywhere near me either but they kept coming back like whatever 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 and I was like it's definitely like both of them in ways but no it's definitely the stupid fucking man like yeah. I hate Austin Kroll, and I will die on that hill. I will die, and I will even say, in Winter House, I was like, he's not that bad. Yes, he tricked us! We're learning that he was a completely different person. Yes! Paige nailed it when when he said, she, he gave Sierra mixed signals, and I said, Paige, he gave all of us mixed signals yes. because we all fell for the same shit that Sierra fell for. And now we are Sierra in the summer house seeing this unfold and we are feeling like we're crazy. No, literally. And that's why I'm like, um, Paige is, sometimes I'm like, but Paige is serving. Yes. Paige is giving, Paige is like, I like, cause we're seeing, Paige has been on for like what, this is her fifth, fourth, fifth season? Yeah, she came on season three. I think four. This is her fourth season, uh, yeah, though, right? Yeah, three, four, five. Yeah, four. 
And we said last season when she lost Hannah, like we saw a whole new different side of her. Yes. But now we're seeing a completely new side. Now that she's single, like we're seeing this new side of her. I mean, not really single because she's yeah, with, yeah, yeah. With, like Craig. But I feel like she's more comfortable with these people now where she's going to stand up to them. She's going to do whatever she wants, like yes. all this stuff. And I think she's like the only person there where I'm like, Yes, and then yeah. even when Luke, even Luke. Yes, even even Luke, even who has not Luke, been on the show for episodes. Luke, you can go back and find tapes of me cursing his name, yeah, same. hating him, all this stuff. He's barely on anything now. He's like, hee hee, joke, like, whatever. Yeah. Like, but trying to just say, hey, listen, like, I've been this way to girls. Like, it doesn't work out, like, whatever. But I'm also like, you're talking to this guy when he's literally blacked out. The fact that... Uh-huh. Danielle and Hubhouse and him all made it out somewhere. Yeah. And Hubhouse found a man. Okay, I love I that just, though. He was hot. Like, I, he was very hot. But I, but the fact that they, they were so drunk. Yeah. And I was just like, I do love that that we got the term "sucker ass bitch." Um, I thought that was great. Yes, and I also will say, to be completely honest, like Danielle was right. Yes. Because it's her birthday. Talk about it tomorrow. Talk about it when Austin leaves. Don't talk about it when they're both blackout. But I think that they're they were both both of them were very drunk. Yeah. And whatever, you can't make excuses but that. And I am so happy even though Sierra didn't really get to the same place, Paige and Amanda and Danielle all got to the same page, no pun intended, where <laughs> where they were like Lindsay is not the problem, Austin is the problem. And yes. Sierra didn't really get there she like still has this like hatred for Lindsay when and and i feel like maybe seeing it back she'll be able to like see the forest through the trees and be like okay like what Lindsay did was kind of shady but like the main issue is austin it is not the woman that is like you're living in the house with it is the man that that is infiltrating the house I think her and Lindsay just never really, like, had a... If yeah. she had a good relationship with Lindsay, I don't think that that would have been an issue. Um, my one thing, though, is that I also love Sierra. Like, yeah, I, do I think she's a great addition, especially this season. I think I think Summer House... I mean, Winter House and this, like, brought out... It, like, yeah. the first season was a little bit more reserved, like, whatever. But anyone would be their first season on TV. Yeah. Um, just to think that, okay, they were in the Winter House in mm-hmm. February. This mm-hmm. is... July. Yep. But to think that things would just fall back into place where they were, yes, hopeful, like she could be hopeful that happens. But if you weren't like consistently talking to this man or like doing whatever, I don't think it's fair to just, I mean, yes, he played, he was playing both of them. So like, whatever. But I don't know if I would go and with that expectation or be as vocal being like, you're not sleeping in her bed, yeah. like all this stuff. And also I will say whatever Luke said the last episode where he was like, you were saying this stuff to me all last year about yeah. like texting after 10 PM and all this stuff, like you saying the same, like you're being whatever. Uh-huh. And like basically, and I was like, I don't want to be like, I agree with Luke, but like he's making some points. Yes. No, I, I think he's making some points. Um, this is his last season, right? Like, there's no, like, 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 how are we moving forward with a person? Taylor, who, did they who just went... cut out Alex for the rest of the season? <laughs> no, he's coming back. I saw a thing on Twitter being like, guys, don't worry. Alex <laughs> will be back, even though he was at this party that they were filming. Which is insane. Um, but someone, like, like, hypothesized on Twitter and was like, there was just so much 
like drama that was happening at the party that they needed to like focus on this storyline so they just found a way for Alex to just not be there and I was like yeah and I, I mean, like he could have be been there like like he we could have got like like a I'm reaction like, shot yeah. yeah and to be completely honest like we didn't need to lie and be like he's not coming yeah, Luke was, like, in two things. Him just being, like, oh, I'm so hot. Yeah. The costume was so hot. Yeah. And then um, Andrea was also, like, in two things. So, Andrea and- sitting there going, drama. Uh, yeah. And then when when he, they were, like, leaving and he was, like, I can't, like, like, whatever. <laughs> I was, like, Andrea, I absolutely feel you. But I heard, he didn't do I'm Winter coming around, House. I'm coming I'm around. Letting you know. He didn't do Winter House? No, I, that's how I knew Winter House was happening, because I think I read an article or an article title that said, um, Andrea, <laughs> you like, read whatever. A, you read an article title? Yeah, um, um, isn't doing Winter, isn't back on Winter House, but the show itself is back, something like that. Why didn't he do Winter House? Hmm. I don't know. I was just about Probably to say, I was just, to pay to model, like, I was to just be about to say, honest. I'm coming around on Andrea as a house guest. Um, yeah, I, I mean, he's fine to me. I don't like when he's all over. Like, and I think, okay, we can move on. I really, I, I also, I also really love Maya. Oh, me too. I think she's a girl's girl. She's like, she doesn't want to be poo poo partying all the time, yes. and she's ordering the jalapeno poppers, and we're having a good time. Um, and she's so cute. <laughs> when 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 they were like when she was saying, I don't like. Um, anything about me and then Amanda goes you don't even like your own cookies and she goes well I do like my own cookies I like, I like my cookies <laughs> but um anyway let's just move on and okay. then that was I good talk, that I, was, get on, I, I know, sleep. I know. Summer House is fresh on the mind this we're, episode we're, was we're, truly grueling um, we're a I, full hour into this as we should be we're catching up yeah I think that was really needed we haven't talked about Bravo in a really long time um no. quickly uh, I'm excited about the Roni news. I think it's like super interesting, like what they're gonna do um, about like rebooting the whole franchise and then spinning off legacy characters. In that Variety article, Andy Cohen said that the spin-off legacy characters, legacy characters, as if this was a Marvel movie, uh, <laughs> the spin-off legacy characters um, are going to be some of the most beloved characters. Um, kind of. So like, we're getting a Jill Zarin. We're getting a Jill Zarin. So so he did an impersonation. Yeah. He was like, I know that the second this is announced, like Jill Zarin's gonna be calling my phone, and then she commented on his Instagram post with a telephone. <laughs> <laughs> um, but but people were reading into when he said beloved and being like, Okay, so Ramona is not gonna be a legacy character. Ramona's gonna be on the on the spin-off. I think that that's like for sure gonna happen. I think that they don't want her on the main cast anymore. Um, and apparently they're rebooting that entire main cast. So none of them are going to be, from what I read wow. in the article, none of them are going to be on Roni season 14, but a majority of them would be on, like, the Roni extended universe. Okay, well, I'll, we'll see how that unfolds. I'm, like, it's pretty vague to me still, like, but I want, when, when there's solid news, I'll be more interested. Right now, it's just a lot of chats, right? Yeah, well, this is the first, like, actual, like, concrete news from, announcement, right, yeah. from Andy that we've gotten about Roni. Um, which and is, to be which honest, is this is very interesting and great because it, like, we love, as viewers, love New York, but there's, it just has been cracking, cracking, cracking for the past few seasons. Yeah, unfortunately, when Bethany left. Yeah, and I think that, like, it's kind of, this, I think, also for Bravo will probably be, like, a little experiment to see, like, does this new formulation work? Right. Or is it, do we just close the book on it? 
Yeah. I mean, it's it's definitely interesting because they they were calling it a reboot of Roni, um, but that's what they called uh, RHOC. Um, they called it like a, a reboot, but they basically just fired Kelly Dodd and fired yeah. Tamara and then kept Gina, Emily, and Shannon and then brought in... And brought back... And then brought back Heather name? and then brought in two new people. So like this is yeah. like a drastic reboot where they're like, okay... Season 13 yeah. truly was a dumpster fire and truly did not work at all. Like, we're getting... Sounds like we're getting rid of everyone. Which I yeah. which I am sad about. Like, I would like to see Ebony come back. Yeah. I think in other, like, of an other... I'm thinking even, like, if she was, like, came in earlier seasons, like, yeah. where there was a Heather, where there was, um... Yeah. Like... No, um, no, 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 not Heather. Heather? No, not you... Heather. Remember when Heather, like, like was microaggressive towards her. Oh, towards Ebony? Yes. Oh, yes. Okay, wait, in the thing. Okay, wait, never, maybe not. I was not. like, but I, mean, I, was like, I like... worked for Snoop Dogg. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, maybe not. Um, But I'm thinking, like, of, of those, like, I think, like, the thing was that, like, there's Leah, but then there was, it was, it's, like, Ramona and Luann are just too old. Like, not, not, not yeah. being ageist in any way. But I am gonna be but... sad to not see her and Sonia's relationship. I think that if they would have brought her in with, like, a Tinsley, I think her and Tinsley yeah. would have been, for whatever reason in my head, I think that they would have been good friends. And I think that, I truly think that her and Bethany would have been, like, 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 tight. Yeah. I don't I know. See. I just think that. I don't know. Well, we'll see what they do and obviously, like, we'll talk about it. So. Yeah. Wow. Okay. You want to get into? You want to get into the the movie? I mean, we're an hour in, sir. Yeah, I guess so. Let's go. Um, so it's, we are continuing uh, our musician biopics, musical biopics, um, with 2005's Walk the Line. Um, I love this film. I know you do. Okay, so paired with that. We are drinking um, Fortune's Fate from Forgotten Boardwalk Brewing Company. I'm pretty sure that we have done a beer from them in the past because um, I remember talking about how they're a woman, um, like it's a woman brewer and I think it's a woman-owned brewery. Mommy Dearest. Um, what? Mommy, Mommy Dearest. Dearest. Yeah. Um, so this is an oyster ghost with mango and pineapple um, so, and it's a collaboration with um, – a 40 North Oyster Farm collaboration. Oh, yeah, I said a collaboration already. Okay. Um, but anyway, so as I said, whatever, it's a women-owned brewery, and it's got a really cool, cute little, like, oyster. Um, I'll post it on Instagram, like, oyster tattoo lady. Their whole – I talked about this before last time we did their whole brewery. I've been there before. It's in Cherry Hill, New Jersey. Um, it's all, like, boardwalk-themed. They're not really near the boardwalk. They're, like, near more Philadelphia. Um but they have, like, skee-ball. They have, like, all this stuff, like, inside of it. And all of their, like, beers are kind of – their logo, their beers, like, all their stuff is kind of, like, off of that. Yeah. Um. So, basically, this – the beer, it's 4.2% alcohol. So, it's on the lighter side yeah. for beer. But it is kind of, like, nice, easy drinking, I will say. Um. Sometimes I get a little nervous with these types of beers because I don't want things – sometimes they're a little too – sour too mm -hmm. too sour but i think that this one's fine so 
um, just a little bit of background with this. So basically like the Barnegat Bay, which is in South Jersey, um, like in the early 1900s was known as like the oyster capital of the world. There was like almost 600 boats, um, that would fish wild, um, oysters, um, from the natural beds of the bay. Um, and the oysters were like shipped all over the world. Um, and it was, like created a bunch of wealthy zip codes throughout New Jersey. Um, well like throughout like the areas where they would harvest the oysters. Um, but I guess there was like a lot of over harvesting, um, and it like, like depleted the industry, but today like they're working on like restoring it and like doing innovative farming and all that stuff. So I'm assuming there's oysters in this. I'm not getting like, um, I think that they probably put oysters in this to brew it. Okay, interesting. Let me see if I can pull up a thing. I thought I it would feel, tell me more about I, too, about feel it. bamboozled. No. So, okay, one reason why I picked it, um, because it is Women's Month, and, we're, and this is the last episode of Women's Month, so I wanted to pick the female brewery. But also, a big part of this... Um, play not play whatever movie um <laughs> is like about them fishing like uh-huh. june fishes he fishes in the beginning with his brother mm-hmm. like they're talking about the he's totally talking his dad is fishing and then this is like oysters so right. i mean not that they're fishing for oysters but see yeah it has to do with it no i get it i get it i'm following you um but yeah so what do you I'm, think about it, Mike? I'm enjoying it. Definitely I'm getting the, the like I said, I'm getting more of the mango than I am the pineapple. Um, it's good. I'm, I mean, I like a sour. Uh, sometimes they they really make me super phlegmy. Um, so I'm happy that this one is not doing that. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I'm enjoying it. I would drink it again. I like, and I think I liked the last Forgotten Boardwalk we did, which was Radio Waves, I think. Radio Waves. <laughs> okay, so basically said this is a light, sour, inviting, with the perfect amount of tropical fruit notes um, to make hot days a breeze. Um, they were brewed with the oysters. Okay, um, And basically, oh, oh this is kind of nice. So, um, it features like the oysters from this, um, which have currently been thriving again, after we said the early 1900s, like whatever, um, oysters were booming. Now they're not, now they're trying to regrow but due to like the pandemic and because of like restaurants not being open and people like aren't ordering oysters to their house, like whatever, it's like put a strain on like the oyster company, this oyster company's business. Oh. So they wanted to do a collab with them. Okay, like not yeah, saying so. that it would give them a lot of money, but they just wanted to like yeah. do a collab. Um, so with wait, them. so I'm sorry, the oysters are thriving or the oysters are not thriving? Well, right before the pandemic, they were like figuring out all these new ways to like um, grow, like, I don't Got know, it. like farm them basically. Uh-huh. Um, and it was doing well, but then the pandemic hit and like restaurant, they had restaurant industry, like, right made that I think affected their business as like harvesting and selling oysters. Okay. Um, so this is mango and pineapple. I was talking to Mike about it. It just, to me, I'm getting more pineapple off the top. Um, what do you think? I think I get, I, I taste the mango more than I taste the pineapple. 
Okay, I think I think I taste I taste the pineapple more in the back end of taking the sip. Okay. Um, I have a few reviews for you. Um, just two actually. Okay. Um, but they are from Untapped, so again, not a lot of um, a lot of words, not a lot of info. Um, the score can be again like. They give it to me in the stars, so it's like okay. three and a half, four and a quarter. Right. Um, okay. So this person drank it on the 13th, um, and they say, don't taste the pineapple and the mango, but a oh. good sour overall. Um, at first, I thought this person was on my side, um, <laughs> but they just don't taste fruit in general. Um no. So, I'll say that's a 3.2. Yeah, it's a 3.2, 3.25, I'd say. Whoa! Nice, right on the head there. Eggs in the right basket. Okay. <laughs> no, baskets um, and the eggs. Okay, this person drank it February 22nd of this year. Um, nice sour aftertaste. Um, a good mix of both pineapple and mango flavors. Uh, one doesn't overpower the other. Okay. Disagree. Um, 3.6. A 3.75. Wow. So, again, close. Close. So, overall, what do you think that this is rated on Untapped? Again, Untapped is, like, by the people. I mean, so is Beer Advocate, but Beer Advocate is, like, I would say leans more towards beer snobbery. Right. This is, like, middle America beer. Like this is reviews. like we're this is like social media for beer. We're checking in. We're getting badges. We're doing like no, literally that's what it is. Right. So, um, three point seven seven. Three point nine one. Okay, that's and that's that high. is out of um three hundred and five ratings. Wow, good for them. Yeah, I, am I mean, enjoying. I like it. I'm obsessed with the can. I'm like. Like, yeah. think it's absolutely gorgeous. I really love the the painting on the back, the the woman. Um, um, don't recycle this can. If you do, cut the this off. Cut what? Because it's a plastic wrapping. Oh, okay. Just saying. Okay. I mean, that's the thing with beers, guys. Like, if the, your beer is like like a shrink wrappy kind of thing, you'll be able to tell oh. just how it is. Um, you should cut that off or just not recycle. Yeah, reduce, reuse. Rihanna. But also recycling's kind of legit fake unless you um literally have to clean everything, dry everything and make sure it's in the right recycling. So most things are contaminated and most of the things you do aren't recycled. And, end up in the trash anyway. Yeah. Um yes, cuz Sam went through um yes. she was uh like fully separating everything and cleaning yes. it and I was like good on you girl. Um okay. Movie? Yes. Okay. Um 2005, Walk the Line, score on Rotten Tomatoes. It's like an 83. It's an 82. Okay. Uh, we saw it because we watched it on v- Voodoo and it showed. Rocket Man is higher. Wow. Uh, critics' consensus, superior acting and authentic crooning capture the emotional subtleties of the legend of Johnny Cash with a freshness that is a pleasure to watch. How do you feel about that? Um, yeah, I mean, I agree. I love this film. Budget was $28 million, opened on November 20th, 2005. Did you see this in theaters? No. Okay. Uh, I didn't see this until, like, I was, like, in high school. Okay. 
Opening weekend, $22 million, went on to gross $119 million in the U.S. Worldwide gross, $186 million. So, big ol' hit. Um, I will say, like, absolutely good timing, because it was, like, only a couple years after both him and June Carter Cash died. Correct. Um, and I remember, I remember when that happened. I remember yeah. where I was. You remember where you were when the Cashes died? Well... One died in May and one died in September, but yes. I think in sept- I think I was like at my grandparents' house when Johnny Cash died. Wow. Um, it received five Oscar nominations at the 78th Academy Awards. Uh, best. Act- I looked this up too. Okay. <laughs> best actress, best actor, best sound, best costume design, and best film editing. And obviously, mm-hmm. Reese Witherspoon won. She was incredible. She's the. I'm gonna tell you right now. She's the she's the best part of the movie. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, there's a reason why she's front and center on the poster and whatever. Um, this was the year Harley 2005. The 2006 Oscar ceremony was the year that the movie Crash won Best Picture and beat Brokeback Mountain. Ah, uh, history. Yeah, A little Oscars history for you. The first. I feel like I feel like Brokeback Mountain was earlier, but maybe not. Um, no. Okay. <laughs> um, I can't. I can't argue with time. Um, do I know who Joaquin Phoenix lost to? Yeah, he lost to Philip Seymour Hoffman, who won for playing Truman Capote in Capote. Uh. And so, no one from Brokeback Mountain or from, um. Crash won for best actor? No. Are these wow Crash, Crash was not okay. even no one from Crash was nominated for any acting categories. Oh, okay. Um and Philip Seymour Hoffman beat Heath Ledger, and then Jake Gyllenhaal lost to George Clooney in supporting actor, and then Michelle Williams lost to Rachel Weiss in supporting act actress, and then no one was nominated for Brookback in Best Actress. Uh Reese Witherspoon beat Judy Dench. Beat Kira Knightley. Beat what was Kira Knightley in? Pride and Prejudice. Oh, okay. Beat Charlize Theron for North Country. Mm, and beat... Know. This is so bad. So bad. So bad. What? Beat Felicity Huffman for her role in Trans America playing a trans woman. Oh, no. Felicity so. Huffman, is that the one who's in prison for, man, she just can't do it right. <laughs> so that was that category. Just some quick trivia. Um, co-writer and director James Mangold said that Joaquin Phoenix and Reese Witherspoon developed a very codependent relationship during filming. According to him, after the filming wrapped, Phoenix admitted to him that he and Witherspoon had relied on each other so often that they had made a secret pact. The deal was that if one of them left or dropped out, the other would leave as well. Wow. Um, Joaquin Phoenix and Reese Witherspoon performed all of the songs themselves without being dubbed. They Uh, also Like live? Yes. Oh my god. They also learned to play their instruments, guitar and auto harp respectively, from scratch. Oh my god. Um, the film was screened for the inmates of Folsom Prison 38 years after Johnny Cash's landmark performance. Mm-hmm. Um, where? 
the scene in which Johnny Cash pulls the sink off the wall was not scripted. Joaquin Phoenix actually pulled it off the wall, which, to go back to when we watched The Master, <laughs> and he also pulled the sink off of yes. that wall. So yes. we're sensing, we're seeing a pattern. We're seeing a pattern. Master was after this. Yes, yeah. Yes. Um, Reese Witherspoon and Joaquin Phoenix were so nervous about having to sing that it caused tension in their relationship off screen. Both admitted in interviews that they did not get along and constantly argued during the six months of singing lessons prior to filming. It wasn't until filming started that they became friends. Oh, okay. I mean, both did well. Uh, I mean, Reese Witherspoon was incredible. Incredible. Like, yeah. Uh, June Carter Cash died before production began. Reese Witherspoon's research included looking through Carter's closet for inspiration. Wow. Uh, let's see. There was one. Uh, they had vocal training for six months. Okay, here it is. Due to similarities between his lifestyle and Johnny Cash's, Joaquin Phoenix was hospitalized after filming. This was when he checked himself into rehab for alcoholism. Wow. It was right after this movie. Wow. I didn't know that. I didn't know that he went to rehab. Um, Is this when he disappeared? Yeah. Yep. Uh, gotcha. So that's all I have um, for trivia. So now we can just talk about it. Um, so I had texted you when I was watching it and I said, okay, Joaquin Phoenix hot as Johnny Cash. And I would like to take that back. Why? Really? Yeah, there's something about his eyes. Uh, they definitely, like, put contact lenses, like, in his eyes. To be, uh, like, to, diluted? Like, like, don't they I mean, look... to be, like, dilated? Don't they look, like, super dark every time he, like, like is in a scene? Um, I don't know. His eyes maybe? really look, look scary to me. Yeah. Um, Not every time, I don't think. I don't know. It really, like, uh, I, didn't, I didn't enjoy it. And then I had to take it back after I sent you the text message. Why do you like this movie so much? Well, I I realize that I literally only like things that are based off truth. I almost think that fiction is a waste of time. I <laughs> have enjoyed things that are fiction, but listen, growing up, I literally only like to read memoirs, uh -huh. and I only like to, like, I really like, I mean, again, we know I was raised off of the VH1. I was raised off of the Eat Your Hollywood story. Right. So I, like, loved watching and knowing that these were actual things, and that it still lives in me today, still lives through me today. Right. Um. So I just like love, and while I'm watching this, obviously I'm Googling, I'm Googling, I'm Googling, I'm right. asking, asking all the questions that it's not answering to me. Um, um, and I don't, I like the truth behind it. I obviously like always love, um, I like knew who they were too, just like out of like, I don't know, like pop culture yeah. stuff, um, previous to ever watching it or seeing it. Um, and like I again, I remember when he died. I remembered like all this stuff, like um, and like whatever. Um, again, also like what's I the the period the time period that it's in. One of my favorite time periods, uh -huh. we, the fifties. Um, we're 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 hitting on Elvis, right? And he's eating a chili dog, right. And all this stuff. Um, and then I mean again, just Reese Witherspoon is just like across the floor like and she's like so you want to just keep looking at her like no yeah. matter what she's doing it's like you are like drawn to her so i'm gonna ask this question why did we not get a june carter cash why is this movie not about june carter 
because because the second that she comes on screen is when I pay attention to the movie. No, di- no, no disrespect that... to Johnny Cash. Like I think I think Joaquin Phoenix does a great job. Um, I don't really care. Like like I'm think, I'm more no, interested think... I'm more interested in in Reese and June. Yes, but I think ultimately he was the bigger star. And I think once she comes into the picture, they do focus on both of them. Like, yes, you're not getting like a, her perspective all the time, but I think we are getting more. But he really was a bigger star. More people knew him. People knew who she was, and she was famous in these little circuits forever. But she was touring around, like even since she was a kid. Mm-hmm. And she was like touring around because they, they were like the Carter family band or something, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, but I would have um, liked to have seen that biopic. Well, that's a biopic that is still to be made if you want to go out and make that. Okay, you want to be June Carter? Um, no, but we'll just get Reese Witherspoon to do it again. Yeah, okay. Um, but technically, Walk the Line's like not about even about June Carter Cash. It's about his other wife. Yeah, like so, he wrote it right. So, so Jennifer Jennifer Goodwin, um, yes, plays Vivian, and it is so unfortunate that. An actress that I love, Jennifer Goodwin, is given this horrible part of playing the nagging wife. I mean, yeah, but it's like, she honestly doesn't look anything like the woman almost at all. You want to talk about a stereotypical wife in a movie, it's this character who is just miserable. Yeah, but I mean, like... I don't know. It's fine. Like it's not like oh my god, I'm like obsessed with her acting his, or obsessed his with her. daughter. Um, so so his son, John Cash Jr. I think it, like what J- John Carter Cash, John, whatever it is. Yeah, he's he's there. Um, he's June and his only son. Correct. Only kid. He is the executive producer of. He's one of the executive producers of this movie. So love that. When they did a screening of it for the family, one of the daughters that John Johnny has with Vivian left yeah. the theater crying because she felt like they vilified her mom so much in this movie. Yeah. And like made Johnny look like a neglectful dad and bad dad when like that wasn't the case, but was seemed to be more so upset with the fact of how like the mom was portrayed, which I agree. Like the mom is so, it's so one dimensional. Like, She's either screaming, yeah, not, screaming yeah, or crying. Yeah, we're not getting her story. If she is not like the story, it's not the Vivian, like whatever. But I, I agree, I agree. But also, it's like you, you, I, I. It's a, feel, it's a, it's a biopic trope. Like, like, see, yes, like this, but this also is, it's like yes, you feel, you feel for, jo- like Johnny Cash wrote this whole thing. But it's also like I feel like this woman is justified to feel the way she feels. With Vivian, like, I, I, yeah. No, I, I do too. Like, well, she's annoying like no I'm, like, I'm not saying she's annoying i'm not saying she's annoying i'm just saying see so this is like the op right it's like the opposite of rocket man where rocket man is like they're using the elton john it's a it's a musical it is a jukebox musical yes. this is like yes, yes. you're just seeing them perform on a stage and like and yes. like and like you literally get a scene which i think is interesting because like you don't realize it but like you literally get a scene of june writing ring of fire um yeah. And, but like, so it's, it's totally the musical biopic, musician biopic, like you're following his life and like just seeing him perform songs. And that's not what I, that's not, 
enjoyable to me. Do you know what I mean? Like, like I, I need more pizzazz. I need more, like, something. I need, I need it done in a little bit of an interesting way. You wanted, You're... like, dance numbers and, like, what Rocket Man was doing. <laughs> yes, but I, I, I think that, that it's so formulaic. And it's not like it's bad. Like, it's not that it's formulaic and it's bad. It's hitting all the beats that you want, and it's enjoyable, but I think it's only enjoyable because you have Joaquin Phoenix and you have Reese Witherspoon. I think if it was anyone else, I'd be like, this movie is boring, I don't really care, like, turn it off. I mean, yeah, and to be completely honest, I think it's more in, like, when it came out, it's probably the demographic of people who are going to see it in 2005 either grew up with Johnny Cash, like, their parents listened to Johnny Cash. I think it also meant a little bit more than like our generation and like kids like the Gen Z who like are like I don't know who these people are. I would love I to agree. see I would love to see them TikTok uh Ring of Fire or or Walk the Line. Um I agree. Or with I got you. I got stripes. <laughs> but yeah, I agree with you that I do think if it was played by other people like it would be boring cuz it's literally them on the road, him in crisis, yeah. her helping him. Yeah. Like all this stuff. I but... guess you don't I guess something that like on a rewatch I didn't realize how dark like he got and and how bad it got like with his addiction stuff Johnny's I mean yeah I kind of forgot that too I mean I knew and I knew like once they were were seeing him do the withdrawal stuff like whatever like I remember that but I like yeah I also forgot that it also was interesting because I definitely saw this movie like when it came out because of like Oscar stuff and like and because in 2005 you cared about the Oscars yeah but but I'll tell you why I cared about it because like I I mean nothing has changed but like but like very niche actresses that I was like so drawn to like like Reese Witherspoon I I saw Legally Blonde like in theaters in 2001 so like so like obviously I fell in love with Reese Witherspoon and like then for her to like on everyone's mouth like Reese is winning the Oscar Reese is winning the Oscar Reese is winning the Oscar like I was like, okay, well, I need to see this movie. And, like, I probably only focused on Reese Witherspoon because yeah. I was just so obsessed with Reese Witherspoon. Which is absolutely fine. Like... Yeah. Um, and then, like, was ecstatic when she won. And the reason I know that I only focused on Reese Witherspoon was because I did not remember a single goddamn thing that happened in Johnny Cash's life. But I absolutely, absolutely remembered the two most iconic lines in this movie, which are, good, I hate reruns. <laughs> and also when when uh she's about to close a door on him and he's like baby don't do it and she goes baby 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 baby, 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 baby. Yeah. um and that is that has stayed with me like to this day like that like watching that like you were talking about core memories last week like that is a core memory for me it's like those two iconic lines of me being like wow what an icon legend like love this performance you don't remember? I walked into a honky tonk. No, as, the other as day. it was playing, I was like, "Okay, I definitely have the CD too," <laughs> and only played the Reese Witherspoon songs. Um, definitely listened to Jackson on like repeat. Oh yes, Jackson is great. Yeah. Um, how do you feel about the proposal at the end when he basically uh does it in front of an audience and she can't say no? Um, makes me feel hundred percent uncomfy, but like. It was like the 50s and women, what they wanted to do didn't matter. 
She I w- did. I I forgot, and I think I forget every time that I watch this, like how scorned she was because she was like married three times yeah. or like whatever, and like her family were like Christian. That scene of that lady in the the woman in the in grocery the, store. In the grocery store is so crazy. <laughs> when she's like, "I'm so disappointed in you," and I was like, "You don't." And know. she's like, "I'm." She's like, "I'm sorry." I just literally the lady's like, "I would never let anyone. I will never listen to music again or something." You're yeah. from like. God-fearing parents. I thought you were for God-fearing parents. I thought you were good. Divorce is a sin. And then the and then the then Reese Witherspoon, June Ca- Carter Cash is literally like, "Well, I'm sorry, I disappointed you." And I would have been like, "Yeah, absolutely not." It was really absolutely sad. Absolutely not. It it's was... showing sign of the times, though. Sign of the times. Yes. In the South. Yes. I also I do really love the intervention stuff when um when when like that guy shows up to bring Johnny his pills and then like the whole Carter family yeah. has like infiltrated his like beautiful tennessee lake house i love mama carter like i, the, her, his, I love her i don't she's in two scenes but i love her yeah how do you feel about the beginning stuff like literally starting at johnny's like uh johnny cash's like childhood i mean i think it's very like we're doing this in chronological order this is his life and i guess like if that was probably like the most jarring thing that ever happened to him. And then it was him. I think they needed to show it to basically show like he was just always trying to get like the approval of his father basically. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I, I, I didn't think they wasted tarp too much on it. So I thought it was like fine, but, um, I do think that, that the parent, it is interesting, right? Like that they cast Joaquin Phoenix in this movie Johnny Cash's young, like, older brother dies, um, like, when they're young, and he had a brother. Yeah, River Phoenix, yeah, right? Yeah, who died. Yeah. So, like, you know. He was in, was Stand By Me? Is that what he was? No. Yes. That yes. Was, yeah. Right? Stand By yeah. Me, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, great movie. Um, so that, that stuff is, like, interesting to me. Um, like, just, like, the real-life parallels between the two. I just think that it's Reese Witherspoon's movie. I think she runs away with it the moment she steps on screen well yeah i agree and i mean i think we we spend a little bit too much time i think in the air force and i think i know that we need those scenes to have him write um whatever that song is that i can't think of yeah i can't think of a Folsom prison like um yeah like and i know we need that but i'm just like i thought something bad was gonna happen to him there and like nothing bad we don't like it's nothing is like we're just seeing him there, like, not caring about being in the Air Force. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, I think Joaquin Phoenix is good. Like, I, like I, I'm not saying he's bad. Yeah. I just think that, that you know, June, June is, so is also... So only... Sorry. Sorry, go ahead. No, sorry, finish what you're saying. June is also just... She's more alive. Like, she's just more... She's more of a fun hang. Well, yeah, because also, like, literally, Johnny Cash is sad, like, yeah, and that's, he's the, like, he's the, the man whole in thing. black or whatever. And he's also, like, an addict, and I think he, like, continued to be, like, an addict, like, um, not an addict, but, like, an on and off, like, I don't think he ever had, like, a solid relationship with alcohol and drugs, like, right. moving forward. I think he went on and off, like, being sober, not, and all this stuff. Um, but just, like, talk about Joaquin Phoenix, so, like, he, after this movie, he went away, he went to rehab, and I remember there was, like, things of him with big beards coming back dancing mm. at clubs or something, or on catwalks. Maybe. I don't remember that. 
You don't remember that? Hold on. Joaquinix, Joaquin Phoenix, sunglasses. Okay, well, I just remember that that was a thing that happened that after no one saw him for a long time, then they saw him. Oh, wait, maybe this is in Miami Nightclub 2009. It's four years. Was he in a band? Oh, because he had a rap career. Yes, that was it. This was like in all of like those, like the Inquirer and like on E, whatever. So he had a rap career and he was on stage and then there was people in the audience who were heckling him and he got in like a, a verbal and almost physical fight with them. Why are they heckling him? That's rude. Don't do that to Joaquin. Um, but so jo- Joaquin has just done the Joker like in recent years, right? Or is there more? No, there was definitely stuff in between. He just did a, a, a Mike Mills movie, Come On, Come On. That was really good. Oh. I don't know. He did inherit vice. I just knew in the joke. Mary was... Mary Magdalene. Okay, again, I'm yes. off with my but, but you, but you he's also, good in But you also didn't see Joker, right? Um, I think I watched part of it. I actually think I watched it with Vin. You watched it again? Cause me and Vin saw I... it. Me and Vin saw it in theaters. I think we watched it again because I have vivid memories of it. Oh, okay. 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 <laughs> well, did you enjoy it? <laughs> like I don't know. Um, but yeah, I don't. I don't really have anything else to, more to say about it. I do like this movie a lot. Yeah. Um, I think it's a good watch. Um, am I like rushing out to the theaters to the theaters <laughs> to, to my voodoo to like watch it again? Probably not anytime soon. Will I like go back and watch Rocket Man like maybe next month? Like maybe. Um, I don't know. <laughs> um. All right. Let's do some ratings for this beer. Um, do you need, do you need me to remind you what we gave the spritz last week? No. Okay. Uh, for this beer, I'm going to give it a 3.6. Um, I am going to give it a 3.5. So it's a decent beer. Is it my favorite type of beer? Absolutely not. But I wanted to try it. Give it a chance. Yeah, of course. Always willing to give a chance. 3.55 is the average. Um, do you want me to tell you what we gave the other Forgotten Boardwalk? Sure. It was a 2.9 was the last Forgotten Boardwalk. Oh, wow. Was well, it, this one did better. <laughs> yeah, this one did better. I wonder why I hated it. I'll have to go back and find out. Um, okay. What are you going to give Walk the Line? Um, so can you remind me what I gave Rocket Man? You gave Rocket Man a 4. I'm going to give Walk the Line a 4.2. Wow. That's what I gave Rocket Man. Uh, spoiler alert, Walk the Line's not getting higher than Rocket Man. Um, okay. I, I'm going to give it a 3.8. Okay. Firm but fair. The average for Walk the Line is a 4. So Rocket Man beats it by 0.1. Okay. I think that is fair. You think it should be less, but eh. that's your opinion. <laughs> we got married in a fever, hotter than a pepper sprout. Pepper sprout. We've been talking, been talking about, about Jackson. Jackson. Ever since the fire went out. I'm going to Jackson. Okay, and with that, guys... Um, Are you excited for to... next week? Are you excited for next week's movie? I honestly don't remember what it is. Tina Turner. Tina Turner? Okay, yeah. <laughs> What's love got to do with it? Um, yes. And, yeah, I've never watched it, so I am excited. Okay. Um, okay. And again, guys, with that... 
Thank you for listening. Um, If you could please give us a little five-star rating um, on anywhere you listen to podcasts. We've said it before, but Spotify now lets you rate. So just go zoop, zoop, zoop. You don't even have to write anything. You literally just press those stars. Right? I love it if you want. You love that. Um, Other than that, we will be back within two weeks. Um, It'll be freaking April. Unbelievable. Um, With again continuing our musical biopic month um and other than that cheers